0: or have you ever been around a person who all they do is talk about themselves? Anyone ever been around a person like that? Listen. When they talk all about themselves where they say, I'm the greatest Okay, give you a Unfair. Pressure. Unfair. I think it's a word where it's not a P. Proud. Proud, but I think it's.
1: Actually, it's not a P. No.
0: Prejudice? No. no. What? President? President? No, right? It starts with a P and ends with an L, but it has an FUL in it. Prideful. Prideful, right? All right.
1: Prideful, oh, right? Too much pride.
0: Let me How do you feel being around someone like that? Empowered. Empowered, okay. Got- <laughs> i have been i I'm I'm i I'm not i that. happy. i i All right. Um, okay, so- Prideful, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who is prideful, they have a lot of self-confidence. They may have a lot of self-confidence. Or they may be low self-esteem because they have to build themselves up. <laughs> what do you call a person who is humble? What is a I humble can person? Lady they quiet. Huh? They quiet. Sure. A kid, you said? All right. What was it? Oh, okay. the vibe. The vibe. Come up here a second. The come on, be a second. You Very All right, let's get the the huh? That's the wildest thing oh, yes. ever said in his life. Oh, <laughs> but a humble person, he said, is a kid, right? Because let me let me ask a question. Most kids. Most kids do they really care what people have to say about that? No, <gasps> I really don't care. You know, like, totally you, know, like when they, you know, like they have those videos where they say like you know dance like nobody's watching you. But You yeah, know, like sometimes it. you both like Like, They do things. They really don't care who's watching them, right? Kids don't really care. Most kids, right? They get they don't get easily embarrassed. Like, consider yourself as a kid. Some of you were probably some of you were probably involved in like. Dramas and singing in front of people and you did all these things as a kid, right? But if I ask y'all now to go and sing in front of people or do a drama or whatever Some of you will tell me straight up. No, I'm not doing it. Never. I will do it. But a a lot of times the kids, kids don't care. care. You know, kids don't care because you know know what? They're just self-confident. They just do whatever they do and they just go ahead and, and do because they really don't care. But well, we're, we're going to look at a passage tonight in Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to see how Jesus' disciples were fighting and they were wondering, who is the greatest? Alright? Who is the greatest? And we know what? In our sports today, we have these debates about who is the greatest in this, who is greater in that, you know, and the list goes on. But this is the question they posed to Jesus. And it says this At that time, the disciples came to the same. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them. So as the God said, Jesus came and he put a child in the midst of the disciples. And he said, look at this child, all right? He wants him to look at the child. And verse 3 says this. And said, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, is Jesus saying that adult cannot go into the kingdom of heaven. Is that what he's saying here? No. no, right? But what is he trying to say to them? Because the disciples have gone to this point where they are debating who is the greatest. You know, am I the greatest? You know, they're fighting, hey, who's the greatest? I'm the greatest. No, oh, I'm, I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. no the list goes on. But here it is, he's saying, look, unless you turn and become like children, you will never... And the kingdom of God. Now listen. You know, we live in a world where we see racism. We live in a world where we see all these different problems. Let me tell you this. A child is not born a racist. They're brought up to be a racist. A child is not brought up to not like someone. When they're born, they don't, they, they, I get, they don't come to the woman and say, I don't like this person. No, they're brought up not to like that person because they may have heard people talking about that person, and that's why they decide not to like that person. You see, children, they really don't care, like how people see sometimes. But the problem is that they hear people say things, and that's how they change their mindset. And this is why it's so important as Jesus is talking, he's saying to his disciples, look, you need to become like this child. Because this child didn't fight in to see who was the greatest. But you know what he's doing? He's relying on people. Children rely on people. Children can't live by themselves. Children need people to help them. And he's trying to show them, look, you need to become like this child. Because I think too many times in our lives, we sometimes get adults and we think we have it together. And we think that, you know what, I can do this. But the reality is that we can do nothing apart from Christ. We can do nothing in our lives without someone teaching us what to do. And truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So you must humble yourself. You must understand that you need to be under people. You need to understand that you need to depend on people. And in this, as we talk about, you need to depend on Christ. We need to depend on Christ because this is how we can see who we truly are. Apart from Christ, none of us in this room are nothing. We need Christ. When you were grown up, you needed your mother or your father, right? And the reality is, it is sad to say, that some of you in this room don't have your mother and father. And it's hard, right? But the reality is is that you need to depend on someone. And that's where you could come depending on Christ because we understand that Christ is always there for us. The disciples tried to do things on their own or they tried to have this big debate of who's the greatest, but they forgot about who they were representing. They totally forgot. They totally forgot that, you know what? Why are we fighting about who's the greatest when we are with the greatest? Think about it. If Jesus himself, as Philippians chapter 2 talks about, and we don't have this up there, but Philippians chapter 2 talks about how Jesus himself humbled himself, and how he showed us a great example of humility. It says this, in 2 verse 5, it starts and it says, Have the mind among yourselves which is in Christ Jesus who though He was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped." Basically what it's saying is, look, Jesus Himself was 100% God and 100% man, right? He came to this earth, He humbled Himself, He left everything in heaven to come to this earth. Do you think He came to this earth because He had nothing to do? Why did He come to this earth? He died, on the cross. he died on the cross, okay. But why did you come to this earth? That was His purpose of coming on the earth, but He died on the cross for who? For us. For us. us yeah. Right? Now, you know, I, I joked around at the beginning just, you know, talking about, you know, let's be honest. If we could pick to live in a nice gated community where we could have the biggest gates and we don't have to worry about no one coming in, no robberies, nothing. If we could live in there, then change from where we live now. Where would you wanna live? You'd wanna live live behind the gate, right? You would live in a gay community, right? Because you feel safe, you feel, you know, you're safe in there, you feel like, you know what, this is where I wanna go. You're not gonna say, I'm gonna leave this safety behind this gate. To go somewhere where I'm worried about what's going to happen to my life. But Jesus Christ, that's what he did. He left the glory of heaven to come to this earth, to not be born in the best you know, place, lowly humble beginnings, not to be treated like a king, which he was, but to be beaten. You know, when you consider what Jesus went through for us, the King, being mocked, being whipped, beaten, when we consider that Jesus, when He went on the cross and He died, He died quicker than most people die on a cru- cross because of the beatings he had gone through, and because of all that he had taken on him on for us, our sin. Right, they wanted him to suffer. You know, how many of y'all ever had to go to school and they made you hold your hands up? Anyone ever been there? No. Anyone ever been there with it, where you get in to trouble with a, a know, teacher? and teacher say hold your hands up like this and you don't let them fall below the shoulder. Like you have to hold them up. Anyone ever been there? No, stop, no? All right. What happens when your arms go below a certain point where you say, put them up. Or come behind you and put them up, right? Imagine your hands are nailed like that. And you can't move and your whole body is just like that. And you've already been beaten. You can't breathe. You got got thorns on your head. This is what Jesus went through for you and me. He humbled himself. So why do we think that we should be arguing who's the greatest? Why should we be arguing that I'm better than you? Or oh, I think I have my life together because I, I have these things I, and you don't have them. You see verse five is very clear for us in Philippians chapter two. It says this, have this mind, or some versions say, have the same attitude as Christ Jesus. And when we consider that, and we consider it to be like Christ, and to be humble like Christ. That's the greatest example. Verse 8 of Philippians 2 says this, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. It says that even a death on the cross. Again, because it's his humility. See, they didn't have this as a private spectacle. When someone was dying on the crowd, there was public. Anyone could come see. Anyone could come see it. And the people mocked him, spit on him. How many of them have been spit on? All right. Of car? All right. Listen, right? Being spit on is something, right? Like you may be spit on by someone you know, but it might be being spit on by people you have, you don't know, and just a bunch of not like people just spitting on you. But listen, listen to this. The Bible says this. That Jesus went through that and did not open his mouth, did not open his mouth, did not say anything to them, but yet in our culture if somebody does something to us what do we want to do? <laughs> get revenge, well you spit on me I can spit on you back, well I can slap you you know You see, sometimes we need to understand that we need to be as we started off talking about. We need to be like children. Children don't care. Children are look out for one another before the world gets a hold of a child and messes up their mind that's what happens. Whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So how do we apply this? We apply it this way. We need to become children again. That we don't care what people say about us. We need to be children again that we don't care what people say about us. And when I say that, I'm talking about for us who call ourselves Christian, when people talk about us because of our faith, we need to take a stand no matter what. And we need to humble ourselves and realize that Jesus, God, is over us. And He's there for us. So I challenge you tonight that you would really consider your life and humble yourself. Don't be a proud person. But be a person like how Jesus himself was. Who humbled himself even to death on a cross. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. And Father, we pray that you continue to be honored in all that we do tonight. We just pray in Jesus' name.